Hello, friends, and welcome back to Hope is a Prayer Away. I am your host, Pastor JJ, and in today's Bible study, we're going to address a very tender subject that deals with a lot of the distrust that there is between the police and the community. And we hope to bridge that gap and bring uh, more clarity to the issue and trying to be safe to, or, or being fair to all sides. And the most important thing is let's keep everyone safe when the police stops us. What are the things that we can do? So in my research, I have found that there are some cities and states are starting to ban police from pulling drivers over for low-level traffic infractions as a way to reduce racial profiling. Just last week, the city of Philadelphia became the first major U.S. city to pass such legislation when it banned police from issuing a traffic stop based on the following infractions. For example, driving with a, with a broken taillight, not wearing a seatbelt, driving with minor damage to a bumper, driving with a registration that's been expired for less than two months, relocating a license plate to another visible part of the vehicle, obstruction of view, such as an air freshener placed on the rear view mirror. The city of Philadelphia said, and, and in specific, Councilman Isaiah Thomas, we feel like an entire generation can be changed as it relates to their perception of law enforcement and law enforcement relationships. Said Isaiah Thomas, the council member who championed the legislation. Being pulled over by police is what I like to call a cultural norm. We would purchase our cars based on the likelihood of being pulled over or not pulled over. The amount of people you, you drive with would be predicated on this idea of not wanting to be pulled over. The legislation will not go into effect for another three months, but it continues a trend followed by other states and municipalities. In August, the city of Minneapolis proposed adopting similar measures as part of its August 2022 budget proposal. The state of Virginia did something similar in March when it decreed law enforcement could no longer stop drivers for a non-illuminated license plate, broken brake lights, or tinted windows. Their job as public for servants is to try and reduce crime so on occasion they pull people over in a traffic stop to get some probable cause to search the car, said Stacy Harvey, a criminal justice professor at Metro State University. In another analysis of 14 years of traffic stops in North Carolina, conducted by the University of South Carolina shows Black drivers are 63% more likely to be pulled over than their white counterparts. And black drivers are 115% more likely to be searched during, a, during that stop, even though the data shows contraband, like illegal guns or drugs, are found often when a white driver is searched. In another study, 95 million traffic stops Stanford University did a study and, and over five years concluded police stops 
and search decisions suffer, suffer from persistent racial bias. Our past and how we and how we were raised really does impact what we do and think and I think that the more we realize that as a society and in police departments, the better off we're all going to be. And the better off police officers are going to be, said Hervey. I've been stopped by the police. What are my rights? So let's just go over this real quick and, 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 and let's see if, if, if we can understand what are your rights. You just got pulled over and maybe you feel that you didn't do anything wrong. So number one, you have the right to remain silent. For example, you do not have to answer any questions about where you are going, where you are traveling from, what you are doing, or where you live. If you wish to exercise your right to remain silent, say so out loud. For example, officer, I want my attorney and I don't, and I don't want to engage in any further communications with you or any other police officer that approaches you and attempts you to get to talk to them, you tell them the same thing. I simply just want my attorney. Now remember, you don't have to be sarcastic or rude when you assert your rights. Remain respectful and humble and remember that you are a child of God. In some states, you may be required to provide your name if asked to identify yourself and an officer may arrest you for refusing to do so. So you have to check where you live to see if maybe that applies to you. Now then, this is the next topic. How to reduce risks to yourself and defuse the police officer's fear. These are things that I recommend and I suggest to you. Keep your hands where the police can see them as a police officer approaches your car. I suggest that you place both of your hands outside the window and keep them there as the police officer is approaching your car so that they know that you aren't reaching for something to harm them. Also, stay calm. Don't run. Don't resist a police officer. And don't obstruct the officers. Don't lie or give a false statement. Now, what to do if you are arrested or detained? Number one, if you have been arrested by the police, you have the right to remain or a right to make a local phone call. And usually most police stations and jails have recorded phone lines. So if you're calling a friend and you're telling them what's going on, they have every legal right to secure those tapes and introduce them in court in order to be able to further prosecute you. However, if you make a phone call to the police, they cannot listen if you are calling a, a lawyer. They cannot listen into that, that is privileged information. And like I said, they, they, they can and often do listen in if you call anyone else and it's perfectly legal for them to do that. Now, if you believe that your rights were violated, what are your options? Number one, Write down everything you remember, including the officer's badges and patrol car numbers, which agency the officers were from, and any other details that you may think are relevant. 
Try to get the contact information of witnesses. If you were injured, seek medical attention immediately and take photographs of your injuries. You can also file a written complaint with the agency's Internal Affairs Division or the Civilian Complaint Board. In most cases, you can file a complaint anonymously if you wish to do so. So, here's another scenario. What can you do if you think you're witnessing police abuse or brutality? Number one, stand at a safe distance and, if possible, use your phone to record video of what is happening. As long as you do not interfere with what the officers are doing and do not stand close enough to obstruct their movements, you have the right to observe and record events that are plainly visible in public spaces. Let's now talk a little bit about how to reduce the risk to yourself and others that are inside your car. Number one, stop the car in a safe place as quickly as possible. And let me give you a couple of different scenarios that can, uh, that can arise uh, out of a car uh, out of a car stop scenario number one if you have a suspended driver's license and the police officer says that you're going to have to go to jail do not fight them do not run from the officer in all in, 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 in reality this is just a phony baloney traffic case and the officer has to take you to jail you get released, and in a couple of hours, you go to court later on and you resolve the issue. Case closed. Not a big deal. Don't make it a big deal. Let me give you another scenario. The police officer tells you that you are going to have to take that you that he's going to have to take you to jail over the same over the same suspended driver's license issue, and you fight or you flee the officer. And now you just went from a phony baloney traffic case and now you're facing multiple felony charges and these are scenarios where people run, they hide in the bushes, it's nighttime, and the, the nightfall obstructs the officer's views. He's in fear for his life. You make a sudden movement inside the bushes they shoot, you're dead, over what started as a phony baloney traffic case. Was it worth it? I have a program. My program teaches people what steps they can take to signal to the police officer that you're not a threat to them. Let us remember that police officers get scared too. They have families like we do. And most importantly, remember that they do not know who's really driving the car that they're stopping. They don't know that that's your car. They don't know if the person driving your car just committed a murder, committed a rape, a bank robbery. Maybe he's taking people hostages. So they have fear as they're approaching your car. My advice be respectful at all times, even if you believe that the police officer is not being polite or courteous to you. 
Remember that you are a Christian, and as Christians, we answer to our Lord. And accordingly to Exodus 14, 14 in the NIV version, the Lord says to us, The Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. If the police officer gives you a summon, sign it, and don't argue. You will have your day in court where you can say your side of the story to a judge. You can also get an attorney to represent you. And moreover, remember friends, there's a plethora of police officers. They're God-fearing and God-serving. And our Lord commands us in. What does commands us? In Romans 13, 1 of the NIV, Jesus says, Submission to governing authorities. Verse 13. Let everyone be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except that which God has established. The authorities exist that the authorities that exist have been established by God. As a retired Miami police officer, I had to file suit against the Miami Police Department to stop racially targeted discriminatory arrest quotas. And in specific, they were targeting elderly black African Americans. So I know that there are bad apples everywhere. But I can also tell you that eventually those bad apples are out of a job and some go to prison for a very long time. And I will tell you this also, they are the few, they're not the majority. I also had the pleasure and the honor of working with some of the very best that the Miami Police Department had to offer. I was very fortunate. I hope that this Bible study will prevent a tragedy from occurring. My goal is that it keeps everyone safe, the police officer, you, your friends, who's ever in the car. And you know, I want to remind you something. The name Satan, when we look at it in the Hebrew, it means that he's our adversary or our accuser. In other words, when we commit sins, he's the first one that goes before the Lord and says, Hey, so-and-so did this and so-and-so did that. And remember, friends, Satan, he thrives on chaos, disharmony, division, strife. And his main purpose by his own admission is found in 1 Peter 5, verse 8 of the NIV. And the Lord says to us in verse 8, Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. So I want to reach out to all of my pastor friends and, and those that I don't know and church leaders that may be listening to this podcast, let us remember our job is to promote Jesus. And according to Galatians 5, verses 22 through 23, the, the word of the Lord reads from the NIV, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, 
faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Friends, let us all be a beacon of unity and not a beacon of destruction and disharmony or havoc. Let's not play into Satan's hands. I will give you my um, website address if you would like to download the entire uh, copy of this, uh, of this Bible study with no strings attached, like always. You don't, you don't have to leave me your email. You don't have to register. Uh, no thumbs up, no subscribe. Um, I do have a voluntary contact information form um, that if you would like to, uh, you can leave us your name and your information. And as soon as I put out the next Bible study, you'll be one of the first to get it. And if not, eventually it will make its way onto uh, my website. But again, it's voluntarily. And you do not have to fill out the contact form in order to be able to download any of the Bible studies that I've been able to upload so far. My website is www hope is a prayer away.com again www hope is a prayer away.com i like to close every broadcast and give those that don't know jesus the opportunity to have jesus come into your life this thing and no matter what you've done friends no matter how long ago it was, if you want to have Christ, His hand is, is standing out and sticking out and reaching to you. I'm going to lead you in prayer. And if you would like to have Jesus in your life, all you have to do is follow me in this prayer. Lord Jesus, I repent of all of my sins. I ask you this day to be my Lord and Savior. I thank you, Lord, for the ultimate sacrifice that you made on Calvary for me, my family, and all of us. I accept that sacrifice and accept you as my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Friends, if you prayed along with me, that prayer, I do believe that you are born again. I encourage you to find a good Bible teaching church. Grow in the Lord. Let's be a beacon of unity. Let's not, let's not work for Satan and cause destruction, disharmony, and havoc. That's not how God operates. That's not what we're called to do. And I close with one of the best phrases I have ever heard from the late Reverend John H. Osteen. May you rest in peace, sir. And he would always close his broadcasts and he would say, keep Jesus first place in your life and he will take you places that you've never dreamed of. Amen. I thank you for your time and the privilege of being able to hopefully enlighten you and connect you with Christ Jesus. 
I look forward to talking to you tomorrow. May you have a blessed day. May God be before you and yours in all that you do. God bless you, and I'll see you tomorrow. Thank you.